Talk some NBA right now. Golden State, one of the great stories on the year, 30-19. I'm joined by a player in his second year there, eighth year overall, former number one pick from the 05 draft. He was a national player of the year at Utah in 2005. Andrew Bogut joins us once again. Andrew, good to have you on the show. How are you? Good, yourself? Man, I'm great. I'm great. Everybody was waiting your return. You finally made it back to the court after that ankle injury. You're four games in. What's it feel like to finally be back out there? Oh, it's great. It's great. Um, it's been a, a real tough couple of months for me doing the rehab and um, injuries taking a little longer than, than everybody expected. Um, but it's, you know, I'm paid to play basketball and I'm thankful that I can be back out on the floor um, playing basketball. Yeah, what's the toughest thing about rehab? I mean, is it the physical aspect, the mental aspect, the fact that you're not out there? What's that rehab like? It's tough. I mean, um, everyone thinks that, you know, you can pay, you should be out there playing and, and, and it plays on you a little bit. But, you know, I'm, I'm 265 pounds and and basically obliterated my ankle about a year ago. So I had to make sure this thing was right and strong and and fit to play. And, um, you know, physically it's demanding every day. It becomes the same old thing. It's Groundhog Day. You do the same thing every day, and you don't see immediate results. So it becomes very frustrating. And then that obviously, you know, plays on your mind. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Everybody thinks that you should be out there. It kind of goes back to that Dwight Howard, Kobe Bryant thing. I'm not asking you to comment specifically on that because that's not your deal. But what about this notion that everybody's got a great threshold for your pain? Everybody thinks that you should be out there, but nobody really knows what you're dealing with. What do you make of that, and how does that feel? Everyone's different. And um, I was watching TNT yesterday, and, and Charles Barkley mentioned that, that everybody's pain thresholds are different. Um, everyone has different situations. You know, a, a point guard could probably you know respond to an injury similar to mine probably a little bit quicker because you know smaller guys and, and they weigh a lot less. And whenever you have a big guy that has an injury, it usually takes a little longer. But everyone's different. And, and I guess the one thing I would say is you know everyone's body heals differently, and it depends how much miles you have on your legs from 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 when you were young. So. Um, I never judge other players upon how they're doing their rehab or how long they're taking out. Just as long as once they get back on the court, they're they're mentally and and physically ready to play. Yeah, I think everybody's body is different, and I think people respond differently and heal differently. But this notion of pain threshold being different, I mean, what's a pain threshold? Is that just a willingness to play through it, or is there something physical that goes into that? Exactly how would you describe or explain a pain threshold? It's hard to say. It all depends on the injury. You know, if if your injury is affected, um, you know, your ankle can, can, can affect your shin and your calf and and tighten up your knee, um, you know, if, if, if you're playing on it when you shouldn't be. And, and everyone thinks, you know, if you've got a low, low pain threshold that you're soft and, and vice versa, that you, you're tough as nails if you, if, you, if you have a high pain threshold. But look, man, I'm a basketball player first and foremost. I want to be out there. But at the same time, I'm not going to shoot myself up with, with drugs and, 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 you know, anti-inflammatories to, to, to try and get it back out there quicker when, you know, in my 40s and, you know, in my 40s and I have kids one day and I can't, I can't walk and I can't, you know, um, play around with my kids in the backyard. So it's a, it's a fine line. Um, you know, we see it a lot in the NFL now, especially with the concussion protocol, where a lot of that was masked back in the in the 80s and 90s, and now we're really seeing the effects of it. So you've you got to be smart. You know, if, you, if you're willing to go out there and play a little bit hurt, so be it. But at the same time, I, I would never put my body in harm to, 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 to try and, you know, get out there right now where it's going to affect me in five or ten years. Well, that's so interesting to me. Andrew Bogan, my guest. So how do you know when it's time? I mean, when you make that decision, is it, I go out there when I can't make it worse. I go out there when I can help more than I can hurt the team. How do you know when it is time to come back? When, you, when you're mentally and physically strong enough. I mean, the ankle, when I, when I first tried to play at the start of this season, it was a competitive jello. You know, I went to go push off it, and, and, and it's almost like my brain was telling my ankle to push off, and, and it didn't go anywhere. It just rolled over itself, and I couldn't, couldn't explode, couldn't move, and I felt like I was useless out there. And the second time that I've come back now, it feels nine-day different. Um, 
and there's still some pain. You know, I still play through a little bit of stiffness and pain and soreness after games. It hurts like hell. I got to stick it in an ice bucket, and that's part of part of getting through that process. Um, but you know, every, like I said, everyone's different. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely play through. I have played through a lot of pain. I mean, I played through um, after I broke my elbow. I played through a lot of a lot of stuff floating around in my elbow, and it's not a great feeling. Um, but at the same time, you got to be smart. Yeah, you have to be smart. And I've, I've heard Dwight's comments on it and so on. And no one, no one's going to care for your career other than you. Um, everyone else has 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 um, their agendas. Um, obviously, teams are paying you a lot of money. They want you to play. But at the same time, if you're if you're hurt, I think the person to make the final decision on that is you. All right, so I wasn't going to ask you about it directly, but I will now. So does that mean that Kobe Bryant sat a line to say what he said about Dwight? Well, I mean, I saw Kobe's comments today, and he basically said that it was misquoted, so I don't, I don't know exactly how that's all panned out. Um, and they obviously uh, are the Lakers, so they get a lot of a lot of nitpicking from journalists and, and media, and, and probably they do get a fair, th- a fair few things taken out of proportion. Um, but look, I think Dwight's been, you know... Um, smashed pretty hard about it by everybody um, considering the situation with the, first with the trade and now with the injury but at the same time I think he has somewhat a point that in saying you know he has, he has the right to say that he's got to care for his own career because if he doesn't um, no, nobody else will and I, I definitely understand you know where he's coming from on that. Andrew Bogut my guess after the game in Houston on Tuesday I saw you tweet see you next Tuesday fellas if I didn't know any better Andrew I'd see it would seem to me that you were pretty mad at the Rockets did you feel like the Rockets going for that three point record in a blowout was in poor taste? Oh, no, I was just talking about seeing Toby on next Wednesday. Oh, um, look out. Up, <laughs> My man. Line that one up beautifully, uh, Jimmy. But, uh, no, I mean, it was one of those games. You know, it, was, it wasn't... was uh, I like to have some little messages, so if people want to read it that way, they can. It could also mean that I want to catch up with some friends for a movie that day, too. So um, we'll just leave that one as, as it may. Very subliminal. About as subliminal as you just telling me that you would see Toby next Tuesday. I get that. <laughs> That's awesome. Listen, you guys are coming off a couple of tough losses. Houston, Oklahoma City. It's a young team. Uh, curious to see how you're going to react to it. I mean, has there been any kind of overreaction? What's the reaction been like to those games? Well, it's been tough. We haven't been in a situation where we've got absolutely smashed two games in a row because we've had a lot of success this season. But um, the Rockets game was unbelievable. I've never been part of an NBA game where a team shot the ball so well and we give all the credit in the world to Houston. They, they just shot the, the lights out. We didn't think they could sustain that for the whole game. And they did. Uh, they deserved to win. And, and that one hurt us a little bit. And then Whenever you go off a tough game like that and you go into Oklahoma City, which which I think is probably the toughest place to play in the league right now, um, fan-wise and and with their roster, um, they just they just beat us up and down the floor all night. And we have to bounce back tonight. We have we have the Memphis Grizzlies who are probably going to be around us somewhere fighting for a playoff spot. Um, they've made a couple of moves for better or for worse, but they, they've been a tough matchup for us. Even before I got here, the last three or four years, we have not had much success against the Grizzlies, and hopefully we start tonight. You haven't had success against them. Rudy Gay is gone. Do you feel like that's a must-win game for you guys tonight? It is. It is. It definitely is. But I mean, it's not the end of the world if if, if it doesn't go our way. But we we'll definitely have to win this game. Um, it's it's one of those games. Like I said, there could be a potential foe in the playoffs. Um, we're around the four, five, six, seven seeds. So will they be? Um, you know, so we need to, we need to definitely stamp our authority. But the most important thing is that, like I said, we haven't we haven't beaten this team or played well against this team in a number of years as a franchise. And I think that's been a, a talking point for us the last couple of days. And one last thought, then, when Draymond Green laid that hard foul on Patrick Beverly, did you like to see that from a rookie? Did you feel like he was doing the right thing? And did it tell you even more that a young guy did it? I'll tell you what, Draymond Green's, you know, he, he he's a warrior. He's tough. He's he's. He's nothing. There's nothing fake about him. He'll, he'll, he'll. Uh, if you want to talk, talk to him, he'll, he'll back it up. Um, and for a rookie to do that, he's come from a program where they breed toughness. Um, I don't think it was a cheap shot. I think it was just a warning shot to let them know that we're not gonna, we're not gonna have a record put on us. Um, and I don't think it was dirty. I think it was just, it just interpreted that way. 
Um, but like I love playing with Draymond Green. Um, not a lot of hype before the draft, numbers-wise and stats-wise. Everyone was looking into what can this guy be. But he's a winner, man. You know, he, he wins games because he hustles, he plays hard, he takes charges, and um, I love having him, having him on our team. Man, there's a lot of buzz in the Bay Area. Did you get caught up in the Niners' run of the Super Bowl? A little bit. Um, I don't follow the NFL that closely. Uh, being from Australia, I follow Australian rules football a little more, but it, it was hard not to miss, especially with the success, the, success the, uh, the Giants had and, and now to come in and the 49ers were very, very close. It was a disappointing day for the city, but at the same time, it was it was, it was still an achievement to, to make the Super Bowl and they can, they can further build on that. But um, the city's had a lot of success now and I guess everybody's looking towards us now to make a playoff push. Andrew, one last thought. You came back to Twitter recently. Why did you leave and what brought you back? Uh, some personal things going on. Um, I kind of had to just walk away, and, and, and the other reason was I wanted to really focus on my rehab, and I thought it was a distraction. Um, I was really mentally drained uh, after coming back from the injury early on in the season and having to shut it down again, and I just wanted to turn off the world for those those two months that I was away rehab and just trying to str- strengthen my um, my ankle, and, and the best way was to get off social media, get off Facebook, get off, get off all that stuff and just knuckle down and, and do the rehab, and then as soon as I came back, um, switched it back on. I mean, it had to be refreshing, right? I mean, that, that whole thing, social media, it can be a real mental drain. It can be, especially when you're, you know, you're looking at it every day. And um, I just didn't want any distractions, man, to be honest. I just I mentally and physically wanted to concentrate on my ankle um, and get back on the floor as soon as possible. Um, and it kind of let, let me clear my mind a little bit and get away from it. And, and now you know, I'm back on there and, and enjoying it again and back out on the floor. Sincerely, I am, I'm very glad that you're back. I always appreciate this conversation, Andrew. Really good to have you on. Thanks for making time. Thanks for having me again. Cheers. You're the best. Andrew Bogut mixing in a Toby reference midstream. He is the best. And candid, man. So candid. All right, so we had this whole conversation about Dwight Howard and Kobe Bryant. And now hearing what he had to say about injuries and dealing with injuries, do you feel any differently about it? To give Dwight, to give Dwight Howard more credit now? And do you have a different sense of it? Because Bogut said, look, yeah, everybody's saying you should be out there, you should be out there, you should be out there. Man, I've played hurt before. I want to be out there. But you don't really know what I'm dealing with here. He is one of my favorite interviews, period, in sports.